You are listening to the Speaker Springboard Podcast with your host, Alfred Poor. Welcome to the Speaker Springboard Podcast, where corporate leaders, business executives, and other good public speakers come to become great speakers. Every week, you'll hear about practical tips and valuable resources that will help you get your message across, whether it's on stage or online. This week, my guest is Ellen Finkelstein, the owner of and founder of Ellen Finkelstein, Inc. I've known Ellen for many years. She's an expert at helping presenters create clear, powerful, and persuasive presentations. In fact, Microsoft has designated her as a PowerPoint MVP, a most valuable professional. And she's only one of 18 MVPs in the entire US. She offers online courses, live training, and one-on-one consulting. So Ellen, welcome. Thanks for having me, Al. It's so good to see you. Okay, so we'll start the 10-minute timer and get to the questions. Okay. And the first one is, who's your ideal client? My ideal client is people who need to present, that is speak. Uh, They need to speak clearly, powerfully, and persuasively. They could be presenting for the purpose of training, for marketing or selling, for internal reporting to a team or executives. Uh, They might be a keynote speaker. So really any situation. And what is the big problem that you help solve for them? I solve death by PowerPoint. (laughs) And we've all heard that expression. Uh, Not everybody, every presenter knows uh, that he or she is committing death by PowerPoint. So from the other perspective, I solve the problem of a disengaged board audience. Got it. And so what are some of the typical symptoms that people experience when they're inflicting death by PowerPoint? A disengaged board audience. So in training, that could be trainees who don't learn or implement the training. In marketing, it's potential customers or clients who are too disinterested to buy. For internal presentations, it's often meetings that lead to either wrong decisions or no decisions at all. For keynote speakers, it would be no engagement. Yeah, and and you could have the greatest message in the world, but if your audience isn't engaged, they're not going to hear it, right? That's right. You need attention. So, so what are some of the mistakes that people make when they're going to try to solve this on their own? Some people don't even really understand that they have a problem. They think maybe it's the audience's problem or whatever it is, but. And I think that some of them try to avoid slides altogether, Mm -hmm. but, and this can work with a really good speaker, but often they end up giving disorganized talks because of it. There's no structure to them. Some will go to a designer and they'll end up with pretty slides that are pretty meaningless, not compelling, not effective. So just making a slide pretty doesn't really solve the problem. Some add silly pictures or annoying animation just to liven up the slides, which ends up you're laughing. I know you've seen it. I know you've seen it, which ends up distracting the audience. They end up understanding and remembering even less. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember reading some years ago about the Pentagon banning animations in PowerPoint because it was taking up all their storage and all their bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty so, funny. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I I know you, you know, give a kid a hammer and the whole world looks like a nail. Um, right. So if there's one tip that you would give speakers about their PowerPoint, 
what's what's the one most important thing that, that you'd want them to know? I have a system, I guess you could call it, called the tell and show method. And I based it on some research by Michael Alley. He is a, a professor of engineering at Penn State, and he called it assertion evidence. And of course, he's an engineering professor, so he was thinking it in terms of science. And I thought tell and show was a little bit snappier, but it's it's the same concept. You mm-hmm. state the point clearly and succinctly, usually, usually on the slide's title. That's the tell part. And then you show the point, that's the show part, with some kind of graphic. So it could be a photo, it could be a chart, some an icon, whatever helps the audience understand and remember the point. So images and graphics should not be just to make the slide pretty. They should help the audience understand and remember and also be persuasive if that's that's your purpose. So tell and show. And when you just think of a simple slide with basically one point on it, the title, and then something to illustrate it, that goes a long way to solve the problem. That, that sounds really powerful. So it's 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 you sort of name what you're talking about, but then you have something that tells the story, whether, like you say, whether it's a chart or a, an image or something like that. Right. When you put all the text that you're going to say on the slide, people <laughs> read, yes, she's laughing again. I know you've seen it. People read the slide and because they can read faster than you can speak it, they read ahead of you. And at the end, first of all, they're not listening to you because they're reading. They can't do both at the same time. And second of all, they find your voice annoying because they're trying to understand what they're reading. So shut up there already. So it, it's really counterproductive to put everything you say on the slide. And and I've encountered situations where the audience reads ahead, figures they know what you're going to say, and then they tune out. Exactly. That's and, what happens. And they may the misinterpret what you've got up there and may miss the point entirely. Or they miss any extra that you've added to it. So you might have certain text up there, but you might be explaining or giving some more complex meaning or understanding about it, elaborating on what's up there, but they miss that because they're not really listening to you. Yeah. And, and for the presenter, there's always the temptation to turn your back on the audience and just read the screen which is a wonderful engagement technique. Actually, (laughs) that's, I've never really thought of it, but that's a great benefit of speaking online that you can't do that. Like, what am I going to look at over here? You know, there's nothing here. (laughs) Yeah, we can't can't turn your back on the audience so easily. (laughs) Okay, that's funny. That is. So that's wonderful. So that's a great, I love the show and tell that, that, that's really tell and show. I'm sorry, tell and show. Right. It's, a, it's backwards. It's from backwards. It should kinder, be sticky. In kindergarten. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, is there one valuable free resource that you're willing to share with, with the podcast audience that could be helpful to them? Yes. I have a, a video, a training video. It's called 13 Techniques That Make Designing Your Slides Easy. And it, sh- it's, it, talks about the tell and show method, but it goes into some specific techniques you can use to implement it. And it's at ellenhelps.me slash techniques. That's a redirect. It's a shortcut to my ellenfinkelstein.com website, but it's just easier to remember. So ellenhelps.me slash techniques. And there's an, a page there where you can opt in and you'll get the training. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So we'll we'll put that 
in the podcast description below. Thank you. Um, but again, it's Ellen helps me. Ellen helps dot me. Ellen helps dot me slash techniques slash techniques. Well, that's that's a generous gift. Um, Happy to do it. Yeah. Sounds sounds wonderful, and I'm sure it's going to be very helpful. So finally, we have a little time left. What's the one question that I didn't ask that you think would be especially helpful for for the listeners? I think that for any presentation that's important. And sometimes presentations are very relaxed, like internal presentations to your team, and it it doesn't have to be polished. But for anything that you want to look good and you want it to be a little bit more polished. So I guess the question would be, how do I go the next level? And the answer is to practice it, record it, time it, and then watch the video that you've you've made. Uh, make some notes and then do it again until the timing of delivery is right. So it's this process of, of recording video, videotaping what you're doing. And you can do that on Zoom, for example, or you can do it with a video camera or a phone on a tripod, something like that. And one of the reasons for the timing of it is that in many cases, I would say most cases, we have a time limit. And we often waste a lot of time creating slides that we're not going to have time to present. So you need to do practice it, go through it, record it, time it, and then make the adjustments for the time, but then make the adjustments for your presentation. And as when you watch it, you are in the audience's shoes, so to speak. And you notice a lot of things that you didn't when you were just creating it. You were just absorbed in in the content. So not only what the slides look like, but your content and how organized it is and whether the thread of your argument makes sense and whether the conclusion really follows or you've left things out. So you really get a different perspective and can vastly improve your presentation that way. That is such good advice. And, And especially the watching your recording. Because I know firsthand just how painful that can be. So it can be painful, and but that's why we do it. We, yes. We, the, first, the first effort is not going to be the best, and you don't want that to be what your audience sees. And so you learn a lot from doing that. Yeah, I find that the first time I watch it, I see all the silly little mistakes. But it takes right. that second or third watching where I start seeing some of the structural issues, like the flow of logic in your points where you skip over something important or, or so forth. Right. Well, yep. that's really powerful. The other thing about rehearsing it in the timing is sometimes you have not only a time limit, but you have a time to fill. And I'm sure we've all seen speakers who yeah. come up short and say, well, I've got a half an hour left. Uh, <laughs> anybody got questions? <laughs> right. You really need to avoid both ways. Yeah. I think it's more often that people put too much information. They don't have enough time to fill it. And we've all seen presentations. Well, I only have a few minutes left, so I'm going to rush through these slides. And it's just a terrible injustice to the message that you're trying to get across. Absolutely. So get the message across with clarity and precision. Great advice. Ellen, I can't thank you enough for being so generous with your time. And I'm sure that video is going to be very helpful to people. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Excellent.
Thanks for listening. If you or your team would like to improve the impact of your online presentations, be sure to attend the free monthly demonstration of the Speaker Springboard system. For details, go to www.speakerspringboard.com slash demonstration. Hope to see you there. Oh,